0: Well, the game may be over, but the best Hawkeye analysis is just getting started. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Ross Peterson and Travis Justice are taking your calls. Sound Off. This is your home for the Hawkeyes. News Radio 1040, WHO. I wish you could, well, each and every one of you could be in the studio during our commercial breaks as the heated debates continue about music, about the Hawks. About football. Who is Jim Keltner? Who's Jim Keltner? Don't,
1: you don't know that name, do you? Don't know Jim. But you know the name Bob Dylan. okay? And your statement earlier that Bob Dylan was the worst member of the Traveling Wilburys, yes. it's garbage. No, it's, it's not. absolute garbage. Bob Dylan wrote and performed hundreds of songs. He influenced thousands of musical artists. George Harrison was like the fourth guy in a four-man band.
0: George Harrison rocks. George Harrison was the most underappreciated Beatle. Okay, I said underappreciated. He's still better than Bob Dylan, which
1: means he was he. Which means what? Which means he was the the third least talented. <laughs> wow! <laughs> from a guy that hates John Wayne. <laughs> now no, no, listen, I love Jeff Lynne from ELO fans, yes. but Jeff Lynne's not Bob Dylan. Uh,
0: Jeff Lynne's a, a great songwriter, absolutely a great songwriter, and, and a is much he, better music
1: producer. Is he Bob Dylan? No.
0: Yes. No, I'm telling yes. And then Roy
1: Orbison, you're going to put Roy Orbison above Bob Dylan on the musical list?
0: Yes. Name some Roy Orbison songs. No, I'm talking about performer here. We're, ta- we're talking about musicians. And I would say that Tom Petty wrote better songs than Bob Dylan. And I'll give you
1: some wiggle room on Petty, but now we're having an argument about who the most talented member of the Traveling Wilburys is. But talent and that, is all-encompassing. And, and Dylan and Petty are right there in that in that race. Yeah, but Roy David, Orbison is a distant third. Well, George, no, George no, no, Harrison's no. down there in that Roy Orbison fighting for third. Are you third. kidding me? George Harrison wrote great songs. Jeff Lynne in fifth and oh. Jim Keltner, the drummer, apparently, who nobody's heard of falls way behind was jim keltner
0: a real member of the traveling wilburys yeah he
1: was the entire time played drums for all three years that they played but i
0: I was under the impression that the traveling wilburys was just jeff lynn dylan um harrison orbison and petty i thought it was just the five well
1: outside of dylan none of them had the talent to play drums Uh, so they had to bring in a drummer because you needed bob dylan to be a front man for that band You, you know you give just way too much love
0: to bob dylan just way too. Much. <laughs> this is the fun we have during the breaks, though. Don't you wish you could be a part of it? Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off.
1: Hey,
2: is it for me? Yep. Yeah,
0: we're actually Excellent. talking football
1: here, Mike. I hope your name is Mike and the- not like Mike oh, no. <laughs> Trevor.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, wasn't Jim Keltner in Jefferson Airplane? Too?
1: Yeah. Yes, he was. That's yep.
2: what I thought. Yeah. So he was a he was a mega talent actually. All star
1: a, band, all star band. I won't deny that Bob Dylan's not at the bottom of the list.
2: Well, I would. I was never a Bob Dylan fan. I would put Jim Keltner as probably the most talented member of uh, the Traveling Wilburys. Wow, wow. But I like, uh, I like
1: strong opinions, Mike. This is the yeah. place for it here on the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Man, we love it.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I got another one for you. Kay. Bring it. I, I'm, one of the things that that you know you always hear about. Um, sports and athletes is you have to have a short term memory, right? Yeah. So when you have this anomaly game where it just you just don't play like you normally play, you have to forget about it and move on and become what you what you normally are. So that's what the Hawks did. They forgot about the game last week against Ohio State when they played with an offense that the Kirk Ferentz is not used to playing with. They forgot all about that. And then they brought back the, the traditional Kirk Parents offense today.
0: So you're saying the real Hawkeyes showed up today, the other the, the, the not real Hawkeye showed up last week.
2: Exactly. The Kirk Parents today was the traditional Kirk Parents Iowa team. 60 yards of offense for an entire day. Uh, trying to let the, the defense win it. And uh, the, the team that played last week, which even the announcers on on the TV, they, you know, Greasy even said, for for once Iowa was playing not to lose. They were playing to win instead of playing not to lose. Well, today I'm not really sure what they were playing for at all. But I think it's time to you know end this silly experiment with uh, Kirk Ferentz. And first first thing you got to do is you got to get rid of um, the uh, athletic director. What's that guy's name? I forget. Gary Barda. Yeah, I mean that guy is a knucklehead. So anyway, that's all I got. I, it, 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 today, I guess we were, you know, I, nobody should be surprised. We were just walking, watching the the traditional Kirk Ferentz Iowa Hawkeye football team, and nobody should really be be surprised. That basically we got our ass handed to us.
0: Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. You know, Mike's not alone. We had quite a few people on Twitter at SoundUp WHO say the real Hawkeye showed up today. And I don't think the real Hawkeye showed up today, but I don't think the real Hawkeye showed up last week either. That's fair. Last week was a, was better
1: than this team is offensively. Yes. This week was much worse than this team is offensively. I think that's harsh to say this was the worst offensive output for a Kirk Ferentz team in, in his time yeah. at Iowa. So this it's not fair to say this is the, the I, Ferentz I offense. This is the worst performance they've had in nearly 20 years. So this is the bottom of the barometer. It's it's nowhere near a normal Iowa offense, and 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 calling it a Kirk Ferentz offense. Now, Travis, uh, uh, you have to tell us what just happened because did Alabama just miss a field yes, goal to, at, to to take the lead to with to two minutes? The
0: so there's two minutes, three seconds to go in uh, Starkville, Mississippi. And Alabama just missed a a field goal to take the lead. Now it's twenty four twenty four Mississippi State with the football.
1: I just realized something. It's been a few years since I've heard you say Mississippi. Mississippi. Let's talk to Andy Starkville. Andy, thanks for calling us on the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. How are you?
2: You know what, guys? You made me do it again. I promised I wouldn't hog airtime, but Ross, I have to agree with you a hundred percent. Thank you. And I'm going to put my two cents in worth two cents worth in on this. Tweeter and the monkey man is probably one of the best rock and roll songs of the last 35 years.
0: What was the name of the song?
2: Tweeter and the monkey man on the first Wilburys album. And that's the one that Bob Dylan sang. And it tells a story about a Jersey gambling crime family.
1: Andy, thank you, man. I, I, I didn't, I appreciate it. Um, You know, I'm a confident enough guy. I didn't need the reassurance that I was right about this. I know that Bob Dylan is one of the more talented members of the Traveling Wilburys. It's nice to know that some other people were out there and willing to call in and and
0: help me out with this. Thank you, sir. Rob says, can we all agree that Ross Peterson and Travis Justice should just host and debate a three-hour show about everything? (laughs) I'd be all right with that, man. We could do this every day. I'd be okay with
1: that. Chuck is up next, Chuck, thanks for calling Jethro's barbecue sound off. How are you, sir?
3: Pretty good. Say, what do you guys think? last year we lost some recruits when we started faltering. What do you guys think about
1: that? Ooh. Wow, that I Chuck, nobody has brought up those recruits from last year uh, yet, and that that's an interesting thing to think about. Um I don't think that this year's recruiting class has had as much hype as last year's when you had Eno Benjamin. Kind of uh, yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking, yeah, about. he's the kid that was the uh, the real anchor of that highly touted recruiting class that came in, and then when he decided not to come or when when some things fell apart there, everything fell apart behind him. i haven't heard any of that stuff, Chuck, yeah, this season, I so I don't know if it that good. maybe it's uh, a little bit too early in that process to to see guys kind of jumping off uh, off the bandwagon um. Interesting to think about. We'll keep an
0: eye on it, Chuck. Thanks for the phone right. call.
1: Thanks, appreciate it.
0: Also, you know what happened last year was you had what guys that wanted to go take other visits. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what the you uh, know, know thing y- was. Yeah. yeah. So, and then then you have Coach Ferent say, "Well, you can't take other visits." Yep. So, I, I mean, I don't, and you are always going to have this, and every program has this. You'll you'll have guys that will commit. This is what i don't like about recruiting a we give guys stars we we already we give them a, a ranking that they 're supposed to live up to going into and i i don't buy into that all the time, but you every program for the most part will have a guy that's committed and then right before signing day or on signing day just decides not to go there. That happens mm-hmm. um you and I have never liked recruiting for as long as you and I have known each other. We right. We don't like to re- – I, I, listen, I don't, like, we're, we're I don't like falling around 17-year-old kids. Well, i so like that. Listen, Eno Benjamin's a
1: perfect example. Think of how much time, energy, effort, ink went into Eno Benjamin last year from Hawkeye fans. We, we live and die for the kids that are wearing the black and gold on Saturdays just like we did today, and then we get all wrapped up and we spend all of this emotion on a young man that never even ends up wearing the uniform. The guy for me that did this, Travis, was Willie Guy. When I was a kid, Willie Guy was the greatest recruit the Hawkeyes were ever going to grab. He was the number 1 wide receiver coming in, I think from Tennessee or something. He was going to be a game changer for this Iowa football team. Came onto campus, he couldn't quite get his head right, he couldn't fit into the university, he couldn't figure out the playbook, whatever the case was. Five years, six years later, the kid leaves the university with a handful of catches on his record. And... Here I was, a little kid, all excited about what Willie Guy was going to do for the Iowa Hawkeyes. I was a kid, and I decided, you know what? I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with the recruiting hype. I'm done with getting wrapped up in these guys that never make an impact on my team. I'm going to worry about who gets to dress on Saturday. I'll focus on the depth chart, the two deeps, who's playing special teams, who the freshmen are that are making impact. Those are the things that matter to me. Eno you know, Benjamin plays for who? I don't even know who he ended up going to. Arizona State, maybe. I don't even know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, care. don't even know exactly. Right, Travis. Exactly. So, two great examples of why I do not give a lick about recruiting.
0: I, I felt sour on it. Remember when Blake Larson was coming out of Atlantic was going to be the next? Oh yeah, best lineman in the in, in in the history of the game. Yep. Especially one of the best offensive linemen to come out of the state of Iowa. I think he only played like four plays. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's no knock on him. No, it's not knocking on and these kids. He It just—he just didn't happened. build himself up. You have people that, and now in today's social media world, it just gets crazy. We were just talking about this, watching this Alabama Mississippi State game.
1: It's a completely different game at the college level. Yes, two eight four Ten.
3: I never saw Who's this? This is Miley.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah. new Miley. This is new Miley. See, she can sneak up on you. Like, it, you, we all remember Miley as the kid who got the favor from dad, didn't impress us. We all thought, you don't deserve any of this.
0: And now, as you look back, you go, you know what? There's, I hate to admit it, there's a little bit of talent there. Oh, she's talented. Let's go to Gary. see what Gary wants. What's going on, Gary? Gary. Yeah, hi. I'm sorry. He was yeah, just
1: enthralled uh, so, with the Miley. He was trying to enjoy some Miley Cyrus. Right. Gary, it's all right. We've all been there, sir. Go right ahead.
4: So, uh, you know, Wisconsin's given up very few points this year. How do you view them as a possible uh, playoff team? And and could it have been that Wisconsin just has a higher level of, of talent, although they kind of recruit the same uh, level of
0: talent? Um, last week. I would say this, Gary. I, I, I think Wisconsin, and I brought this up last week, and, and stay with me here. I, they, they are viewed this year much like Iowa was two years ago, yes. because they have not had the deep schedule that everybody wants. But I agree with what Barry Alvarez says, and Barry Alvarez is a former college football playoff committee member, and that is, if Wisconsin goes through the Big Ten conference and goes through the Big Ten championship game and is unbeaten that committee in no way could keep Wisconsin out of the college football playoff bowl. I think it would be very hard for them to do that. Go when Iowa was twelve and zero going to the Big Ten championship game. It was if it would have beaten Michigan State, despite the criticisms of its schedule, would have been in the college football playoff. If Wisconsin takes care of business, it will be in the college football playoff. The, the thing the thing about it about Wisconsin has going against it is that it, its schedule has not been very hard. And let's face it, it's not a sexy team. It doesn't spread it all over the place. It doesn't have that quarterback. They don't throw the ball. They don't throw the ball very well. You know, They're just not sexy. They got but, one of the best running backs. Yes, I, I agree with you, but it's 18- just smash-mouth football, and people find that boring. He's an 18-year-old
4: kid that can gallop. I mean, he's amazingly fast, deceptive. He's an unbelievable player. And last year they had essentially the same team, and they beat LSU. They played Ohio State to overtime. They had Penn State down by thirty points. So I mean, it's not like it's just that's the way they're scheduled uh, cut in this year. But they don't they don't dodge anybody. So I think that and and, and Notre Dame's getting beat by thirty points right now or twenty seven points.
0: Well, with Georgia losing today, Notre Dame getting beat. Um, I, I think it's you're still going to have a lot of changes in that college football playoff poll. Yeah. Alabama just scored late; it's up thirty-one twenty-four, so it will be. Looks like it's going to beat Mississippi State, but I think you're still going to have even more changes coming. Oklahoma's rolling, um, it, but I think. Would you agree with me, Ross? That if if Miami were to finish uh, unbeaten and Wisconsin finish unbeaten. They're in. You cannot keep those two out. 100%. The, Wisconsin, you've said it right.
1: Wisconsin in the same position the Hawks were in a few years yeah. ago. Forget about the critics. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It is when you're in, lose, and you're, you're out. You're going to be on the outside looking in, even with all the craziness that's happened at the top of the college football playoff poll uh, this week. Mississippi State now going for a Hail Mary. They've chucked it into the end zone. Ooh, flags came in there, Travis. This could be interesting to follow here with Alabama and Mississippi State. How do you call State? a
0: pass interference or a flag when you have thirty people? No, thirty is an exaggeration. <laughs> wow, but there were fifteen. There were fifteen <laughs> in the end zone.
1: We'll see. We'll keep you up to date on this one, Bill. Bill. Thanks for calling, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Hey, I got a quick question. Uh, maybe it's been asked, but if both
3: teams, Iowa State and Iowa, ended up eight and four. There'd be any way they would play each other in like a bowl game in Texas yeah. or Florida, and the whole state of Iowa could go?
1: Boy, man, that would be a lot of fun, wouldn't it, Bill? Oh, well, wouldn't that be a blast? Yeah, if but that it's they played
0: earlier in the year.
1: Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is there not a Big Ten, Big Twelve bowl matchup?
1: I, I mean, could you could you see that happening? Yeah, Travis. Really? I was... would. That would be fun. <laughs> I'm thinking listen, of what this listen, state would do. Let me
0: tell you why I can see it. I and I I got to go through the bowls. I haven't looked. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up right now here. But if you got a Big Ten, Big Twelve matchup, and you're a lower, you're a middle, you're a middle bowl, what what are you about at this point? Are you about the you're about the matchup and you're about money? All right, so you're going okay. We know for a fact that Iowa fans are going to travel. We know for a fact Iowa State fans are going to travel because they haven't been to a bowl forever. It seems like, yeah, and they may come early. The uh, only Big Twelve chance you'd have is the Zaxby's Heart
1: of Dallas Big Twelve Bowl agreement for three Zaxby's Heart of Dallas and three Armed Forces bowls in six years. Uh, so you can't you you cannot play that game again. The Big no. Ten is doing this now, where you're going to rotate bowl games. Yeah. Illinois played in the Dallas three years ago, so they couldn't fill that spot this year. Uh, it was Big 12 versus Navy in the Armed Forces game last year. Conference USA will play Army in the Armed Forces game this season. So the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl is a Big 10 versus Big 12 matchup. That's your only
0: chance. That's, I think there's a little small scale for if both were to get eight wins. Yeah, and
1: I and again, with it being that far down there, I have no idea yeah, I, you what know. you're looking at here.
0: I mean, it sound, in theory, sounds great, but in reality... Uh, it's probably not going to happen. And I don't know if we'd... Deep down, it sounds cool, but do we really want that to happen? I oh, mean, it would just light this place on fire, it wouldn't would. it? It would. All of us would go down there together. Alabama just beat Mississippi State 31-24. So, in most, in all likelihood, Alabama will be the new number one team in college football. Yes. Now, what happens... Because number one, Georgia,
1: gone. Number three, Notre Dame, Getting out. Drilled. Number six, TCU, losing. going
0: to be fun. <laughs> Fox News Radio, I'm Chris DeMeo. President Trump is in Hanoi, where he's meeting with Vietnam's president.
3: So we're going to do a tremendous amount of trade. We've already
4: made deals, but we're going to be doing a tremendous amount, billions and billions of dollars of trade with the United States. We're opening up the markets and the trade is going to produce tremendous numbers of jobs in the United States and will also be obviously great for Vietnam.
0: The president's next stop in Asia is in the Philippines. While the worst is over after a blast of Arctic air hit the mid-Atlantic and Northeast.
1: A warm-up is about to be taking place and already is, but it's going to be very slow. Incredibly cool, way below our seasonal averages. With that wind, it feels absolutely
0: frigid out there fox meteorologist adam klotz fox news we report you decide is it blasphemy blasphemous for me to say that Jimi hendrix is way overrated i mean you know one of those overrated is i'm not a, a jimmy personal hendrix. opinion thing yeah you know if you did jimmy hendrix really add that much to rock and roll
1: For how long he was on the scene? I would say yes, he did. I mean, the guys we still talk about him forty, almost fifty years later. So yeah, I'd say he made quite an impact in that little bit of time. But I I would say he has more hit songs, more recognizable songs that are like when you hear a song, you know it's Jimi Hendrix. There's several songs like that,
0: right? Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't have that many songs with Dean Martin. In your mind, who's the greatest singer songwriter of all time? Boy, that's
1: really good, Travis. Um, You know, I'm not going to win any fans here. I like Paul Simon a lot. I like Bob Dylan a lot. I like Jackson Brown a lot. Um, You know, Bruce Springsteen is, when it comes to rock and roll, fantastic songwriter and and performer. All those guys are in that. John Fogarty, I Mm. love CCR. I think Fogarty was fantastic. All those are in that same Era too, right? I mean, if we had a yeah, I mean, yeah, they follow that. So yeah, you know, like like I said, Dave so Matthews you're not gonna man, pick one Who's my favorite of all that? Now, who
0: do you think the greatest is?
1: Maybe Fogarty Wow, I don't know. It's tough. That's a really hard one. I'd have to think about that a long time.
0: I'm still going with Freddie Mercury. Okay. You, v, v, come I didn't. On. What I didn't do anything. Because you what? looked at what? me. I did. not you okay. looked at me like, how could you like a gay man being? A, a, I come on, I wasn't too. even going there at all.
1: You did not at all. I'm not surprised are a you not, bit that you like Freddie Mercury. I think that's a fantastic choice. Good pick. You not a Queen fan? Like Queen? I like Queen. They're not. You don't love Queen? Don't love Queen? No. Wow. Like Queen. Very good band. Like
0: ELO. You just think ELO's is good? Very good band. They're not great. No, they're great. A, a unique sound.
1: you got to be kidding me right now. Travis and I come on here. We joke about music for three minutes. Phone lines light up. 284-1040 if you'd like to jump in. Mike, what's going on? What's going on, Mike?
3: I just got a couple of things here. Uh, Stanley had a terrible day. Um, What happened to our tight ends?
0: Uh, we and said that Wisconsin, earlier. We
3: always run on first down. I mean, like almost every single time the offensive, I mean, the, the defensive coordinator has got to know it. It just seems like everybody in the stands knows we're going to run on first down and we get bumped. Wisconsin looked pretty good and we did. Oh, yeah. well.
1: Yeah. Go Hawks. Go Hawks, Mike. You, and you kind of uh, reiterate something that Ed Podolak was saying there in that third quarter during the broadcast. And I think a lot of Hawkeye fans felt this way, Travis. It felt like, or it seemed like, Wisconsin was in Iowa's film room at parts uh, kill, last week. Mama,
5: kill Bubba, kill
1: two eight four ten forty. If you'd like to jump in here, we got about twenty minutes left in our Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off, and Sally joins us here on News Radio ten forty WHO. Hi, Sally. How are you?
5: Well, I'm pretty good. But I just want to say something. All you haters on Kirk, they need to leave him the hell alone. Because I don't know his record since he's been in Iowa, but it's been real good. Do you not agree with
1: me? 100% agree with you, Sally. No, I have
5: a little bit, I'm confused because I hear you're, you know, you're sponsored by Jethro's or you're like at a Jethro's location. Well, yeah. I've been to all 17 locations today watching games and whatnot, oh, and I, have n- oh, okay. I don't know where the heck you guys are, so would you oh. please let us know where you're going to be, because me and my three kids wanted to come out and meet you.
1: Oh, Sally, now I feel really bad. We don't actually do the show live from a Jethro's. We do the show from, Why? The, from the WHO studios. We've done pregame shows. But
5: you're always talking about their wings and all that stuff cuz they bring us food. Like, Sally, they bring- first of Jethro all... Jethro himself?
1: I like this little southern twang you got. We could use you to do the Jethro's commercials. I
5: don't have a southern twang. I'm from Missouri. There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) It's a little bit... I'm trying to get rid of it, but since I've been up north here, I don't know if it comes out. Sally, don't
1: don't try to get rid of it. It's endearing.
5: All right, well... So
1: where are you you're going to do a pre-show next weekend? Is that what you're saying? No, we no, we didn't do any pre-shows this uh, at for this 2017 season. We didn't. They didn't book any of those for us. And trust me, right. the guys at Jethro's, there are 100 about it, Sally. They've opened the doors. They've said if we like to if we'd like to come out, they would uh, welcome us with open arms any day. We just haven't had the yeah. chance to to make it work. Now, with Sally, today
0: equipment. I, had, right, I so. had I had the pork tenderloin today, Sally, and it was you know it was probably. A good ten inches in diameter. Yep, I have. Well, have I had you the seen Texas, that woman yeah. who
5: goes there and eats like that pie, that big, huge, like sandwich with the five pounds of potatoes and stuff? She's, have you seen her?
1: She's from Omaha.
0: She's a tiny little thing. Yeah, she's crazy. from Bellevue. Don't confuse us too. Well,
1: what?
5: that's crazy. You guys should do that.
0: No, we can't do that. We we had Sean do the M&Ecker sliders last year, and he thought Sean thinks he's a compu- competitive eater. It's a, it's embarrassing, Sally. Yeah, he can't even do two donuts in a, in five minutes. Well, embarrassing three
5: year olds can do two donuts. Sometimes. Exactly.
0: Well, exactly. We've tried to tell well, him. But. but
5: anyway, I'm just gonna say I was real sad today. I'm not a real big Iowa State fan, but I'm a real big fan when they're winning, and today made me cry a little bit for them. And then those damn hawkeyes I thought, what the hell are they doing? Are they even playing the game? But then when that man started hating on Kurt, I'm like, come on now. He's won a lot of games.
1: One hundred and forty one
0: of them, Sally, at Iowa. Yeah.
5: Exactly. So, All right, now anyways, Sally,
0: you're from Missouri, so we're at Missouri.
5: It's called Bellevue.
0: Okay, where's that at?
5: It's about, well, if you drive south from here, you're going to go, well, the easy, I don't need to give the direction.
0: Are you north of Joplin or south of Joplin? North. Okay. My dad is
5: is from Alabama, so sometimes when I'm a little drunk, I talk a little bit more funny. And I, like I said, it was at all.
0: Are you drunk right now?
5: no, I wouldn't say that, but I was at all those Jethro's, and I did have one of those big cocktails. Not all of them I had the big cocktail, but I was at a number of them, and I did have that big drink. You didn't drive with your the, three kids, In the did jar. You? No, I had my son drive. It's okay, fine. that's good. He's 14. He's got a from it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fit in. To, hey, Sally, oh, do it. me a favor. Sally, you you're my call new back favorite. back the next two weeks? Yeah, you're my new
1: favorite, Sally.
5: Do you want me to? Because I will. Yeah, yes. yes. My phone number. Give your... I'll get my number out. Do you want it? Well, hold on. Don't do it on because, the air because yeah, we're gonna you, put you, on
1: hold. you that southern twang is going to cause a lot of yeah, phone calls yes, to come in, Sally. Yes. So let's put you on hold. And Sean's going to get right, your then. number, but
0: we want you. You know, if we don't remember to call, we're going to be on next week. If the Hawks play at eleven, we'll be on from like four, four to, seven. to seven. If they play at two thirty, we'll be on from seven to ten again.
5: Well, 10 o'clock's is going to be a bit late, but anyway. Well, it's almost I 10 it's almost o'clock 10 now, 10 now and Sally. I've probably got four more hours in me, so that's fine. Anytime will be good.
1: All right. I'll call You're you You're not
0: a bubble or, t- or Tinder, are you? S-
1: Sally, <laughs> hold on. What? Stay on hold, <laughs> <laughs> Sally.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Sally from Missouri. A new favorite, a clubhouse she leader. hung up. Oh, she hung up. Mm. Uh, I have a couple of texts wanting to know if that was Heather.
0: No, it wasn't Heather. That was not. I gotta Eric. tell you, that was hot. That that was not. What? Sean's on Bumble right now, <laughs> looking for looking Sally. For Sally. Sally. <laughs> David, what's up?
3: Hey, man, I really like Sally. I want her to call in again. Um, reminds me, have you ever heard any call-in radio? Goes from Mississippi. I mean, they really let it rip. It's warfare down there with football,
0: Mississippi and Mississippi State. You're saying we're not warfare when we start debating the, the merits of Bob Dylan? David, we just had a 15 minute conversation
1: about which one of the traveling Woolberries is the most uh, talented. I'm sure know, you're I'm, not getting that in Missouri.
3: I'm an old rocker, so I'm I'm listening to this. as you guys are just I know those. That's my era. But, yeah. hey, one reason I called in, uh, this week, uh, Wisconsin talked a lot about their injuries, you know. And it started reminding me of Hayden Fry used to do that, play that mind game where he'd say, oh, we got a lot of wounded soldiers out there. And then he'd kick ass the next week. Uh, oh, the other thing I thought of, there was uh, Stanley was calling this audible, flinging his arms around and all in the... Center hiked the ball right into his stomach, and if you watch that replay, I think it's on ESPN, it looked like Wadley fell on the ball, and then it squirted loose, and they scored a touchdown. Yeah. Well, if that ball's on the ground... And our player dives on, touches it. That's a dead ball. It's our
1: ball. Not, not if he touches it, David. He's got to get possession of it. He has to regain control of the oh. loose ball, and that's that's what happened there. And the officials, I think, rightfully called that play because nobody in a in a Hawkeye uniform was able to squeeze that ball and and actually get possession of it. It continued to squirm and squeak, and uh, it even ended up. I thought the defensive player made a great play to make sure he got his feet on the ground, his knees off it before he right. ever touched the ball. I think that was a, a clean play.
3: All right, and I want more Sallys from the South calling in. Sallys of the South. Thanks, right. David.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah, It's an Alabama song, isn't it? Oh, that's Song of the it's South. Song of the South, yeah. But another that good band,
1: Alabama. If you like country music. Two eight four ten forty. If you'd like to get in on the final minutes here, of sound off. We probably Kill, got about got probably got about ten minutes left, Ed. So we're, we're running out of time here, buddy.
0: Two two eight four ten forty. We're gonna take a break. Tommy, thanks for
1: the phone call, Tommy. Always the optimist. I,
0: I have a feeling that Tommy is a Dylan fan. Why do you say that?
1: I'm just saying. Oh, we wanted to ask him about that. He would have been a good one to get some perspective on that. Sean, sorry I dropped the ball on that, man. What do you think? What do you think about Tommy's take there?
0: No, I, I mean it's pretty unreasonable, Tommy. I don't know if Tommy's ever been happy. Have you ever known Tommy to be one hundred percent happy? Not when 100%. Comes to the he's a hundred percent. He's a, he's yeah. a critical fan, certainly. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I I agree with what a lot of what, a lot of what we heard on social media tonight. And I know that the social media is not the all end all be all for everything. But um, a lot of people said the real Iowa team showed up today. I don't think that's the case. I mean, but I don't think the real Iowa team showed up last week. Um, I think what you saw against Northwestern, I think what you saw against Minnesota, I think what you saw against um, Michigan State, that's the real Iowa team. Agreed. Yeah. Um, this was a bad Iowa effort. I don't think we're going to see a repeat of that next week against Purdue, and I don't think we're going to see a repeat of that against Nebraska. But um, the frustrating part is, yes, it's a game, and we see this all the time. Listen, Notre Dame's getting its butt handed to us right now. Right? They're getting blown out. At Miami. Nobody really it's thirty-four to eight right now. There's no way that Notre Dame's gonna win this football game. You're gonna have bad days. The, the the frustrating part is, and even Kirk Ferentz said last week in the win against Ohio State, he thought his team grew up a little bit. Well, maybe they haven't grown up with quite as much as we Think they have Nate Stanley going to be a good quarterback when he's in the next couple of years. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know, and he's even. I even kind of like. Is now is he a mobile guy? No, but watch him in the pocket. He's kind of elusive. He gets out of some jams. Not all of them, but he gets out of some. He, I, needs, I think
1: he needs to do a better job of feeling that pressure. That was one of the things that we always saw with CJ the last couple come. of years. I agree, and that's CJ. First of all, was a, a kid that grew up being a quarterback. He had it yeah. his entire life. And then he had a couple of years of tutelage there, sitting there to, to, to get that. I think Nate Stanley will develop into that. He'll, he'll gain that vision that he's lacking right now. But today was another example of that. It showed up a few times against Ohio State, where he, he sometimes doesn't feel that backside pressure. We raved about CJ two years ago. I remember specifically, Travis, sitting here. It seemed like every game... That guy was getting rid of the ball at the exact right moment, or stepping up in the pocket at the exact right time. Nate Stanley doesn't have that character trait yet, and I, again, patience. I think in a couple years we're going to see that. We're going to be really impressed with this young man.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, we're upset, we're disappointed, um, but we also know that there's good things yet to come. Yeah, I think what we just want more than anything is an identity. And this team doesn't have an identity. The program doesn't have an identity right, right now. People are going to disagree with that and say, well, Kirk Ferentz is the identity. Well, that's fine. I get what you mean by no, that. No, on the field.
1: You, you, have on, to have an Id- yes. you have to have an identity that, and I think you've been pretty clear about this, a game plan. Yeah. You have to have a, a successful game plan that you know you can rely on. And for several years of Kirk Ferentz tenure here, it's been a pretty... Basic game plan. We're going to have a really strong offensive line. We're going to have some bruising running backs. We're going to have a ball control quarterback, and we're going to beat you up. Our defense is going to suffocate you, and we're going to end up pushing you around in the third and fourth quarters. That's how we're going to do this. And in the meantime, we're going to win the field position battle. We're going to have a punter that can flip the field. We're going to have special teams guys that are threats. None of that stuff I just laid out, none of it has been a consistent presence on this Iowa Hawkeye football team in 2017.
0: Which has been frustrating. Because, yeah. And you watched a team today that is unbeaten, and what does it have? An identity on the field. And they, and they stick to it, and they know it. And, they, and, and they You you, you want to know why people don't like Wisconsin, too, besides the record? Is that they just haven't just flat out destroyed people.